Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Wednesday, April 13th. The Bank of Canada will announce its interest rate decision today and could become the first G7 economy to hike by 50 basis points. If it does, the bank's policy rate will be 1%, with further increases set to see a 3% rate in a year's time. The BOC is also likely to announce further unwinding of its balance sheet by cutting its purchase of government bonds. In a survey of economists by Bloomberg News, 25 of 30 predicted the Bank of Canada will hike by half a percentage point, the first 50 basis point increase since 2000. The decision announcement at 10am Eastern will come with quarterly forecasts and the bank's latest expectations for inflation. But are interest rates good or bad news for real estate investors? Corrado Russo, managing partner and head of global securities at Hazelview Investments, has been talking to WP's managing editor James Burton in the latest episode of the WP Talk podcast. He believes that rate rises are overall good news. When it comes to rising rates, the general knee-jerk perception is that, oh, this is bad for real estate. But that ignores a couple of different things, right? And this is why I think uh, rising interest rates are not necessarily bad for real estate. And what it ignores is why are interest rates going up? If interest rates are going um, generally because the economy is strong, job growth is strong, wage inflation is strong, general inflation is higher than usual because demand is outstripping supply. If you look at those variables, and those are the variables that's driving interest rates higher today, those are the same variables that drive free cash flow for real estate. You can hear the whole of that interview on your favourite podcast app or at wealthprofessional.ca. With many Canadians delaying their home ownership dreams due to the rising cost of living, new data highlights housing inequality. Statistics Canada says that almost one-third of all Canadian residential properties are owned by multiple property owners, and that the top ten wealthiest owners account for around one-quarter of the value of the country's residential property. Those who own a home other than their primary residence have the additional properties for rental income or other investment purposes, or as a recreational property, which may also be a source of rental income. The figures are from the Canadian Housing Statistics Programme and also reveal that despite the challenges of getting a first foot on the housing ladder, the number of first-time home buyers actually increased from 2018 to 2019. Starlight Investments Capital has agreed to buy Stone Investment Group, an independent wealth management firm, for an undisclosed sum. The acquired firm provides investment management services to Canadian investors through its Stone Asset Management subsidiary. Starlight Investment Capital's assets under management are likely to increase by more than a billion dollars as a result of the deal, which was completed on April 7th. A survey of global fund managers shows just how weak confidence is right now. The Bank of America poll reveals that the share of investors expecting economic conditions to worsen is at a record high, while the risk of stagflation is at its highest since 2008. The survey is a barometer of sentiment across 292 investment professionals at firms with a combined ORM of $833 billion. Fund managers' responses show they were overweight cash, commodities and healthcare and energy stocks in March, while 7 in 10 were underweight bonds. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, does the CRA have all your clients' updated information? Digit welcomes three senior leaders to their top roster. And how a top advisor seeks portfolio excellence with an after-tax edge. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.